I am Hala, Odin's firstborn, the commander of the legions of Asgard, the rightful heir to the throne and the goddess of death. My father is dead, as are the princes. You're welcome. We were once the seat of absolute power in the cosmos. Our supremacy was unchallenged, yet Odin stopped at nine realms. Our destiny is to rule over all others. And I am here to restore that power. Kneel before me and rise into the ranks of my great conquest. Listeners, assemble. You did. You you always do it right because you are my awesome co-host Beth, and I am your awesome co-host Chris. And you're listening to Cinematic Sagas, Saga of the Stones. Yes, our Saga of the Stone series. You can tell how excited I am. I'm grumpy, everybody. I'm grumpy, <laughs> and that really did not help this freaking Thor movie he made me watch. He said I would like, and I might have if I wasn't grumpy, but I am, and I didn't like it. I didn't like anything. There was a lot of hokiness. Yes. Yeah, I, I think your grumpiness helped you focus on the Stupid. bad parts. <laughs> but there was a lot that was awesome. And I think a lot that you actually enjoyed, even despite being grumpy. You just if you you kind of so. slipped back into the grumpy Whatever. pretty fast. <laughs> Whenever there's a lot of stupid. There's some Power Rangers. I saw them. <laughs> saw Power Rangers in this movie more than once, even. And and this and is going to be a very was Medusa. <laughs> this is going to be a very about. controversial one because this is a very beloved one, Thor Ragnarok, and it is a great movie. Sure, it's great. Everyone, <laughs> it's great. I didn't understand what was at the beginning. He's hanging by a, just hanging around on a chain. I don't know how he ended up there. No idea. I have no idea what was going on, and then. His sister, Medusa, it's not really her name, it's Hella, like Hella Good or Hella Bad, apparently. She's Hella Bad. And, but she looks like Medusa with a crazy hat, and I didn't like her. And then Loki's back, and Loki's a whack job. <laughs> but we had Boulder Guy, he's kind of fun. Korg, yeah. yeah. Whatever, Boulder Guy, he was kind of fun. And, uh, yeah, no, no, I'm not feeling it. So, so fun fact... Korg is voiced by Taika Waititi, who is the director of this movie. I didn't think you can say those words. <laughs> Whatever. I did see Clyde, though. Clyde was a barber. You did. And for everybody that does not understand who Clyde is, it's Stan Lee. Even I know now, I just prefer to call him Clyde. It, it started out as serious, became a joke, and now it's just the way it is. It is. It's the way it is, and y'all just have to live with it. It's my world. Some things will never change. Ba-da-dum, ba-da-dum, ba-da-dum. Whatever. <laughs> I, you know, people are gonna think we're doing a bit because not even doing a bit. I'm just grumpy. <laughs> no, you're just you're just super grumpy, I'm and just you super have grumpy. Which... And I, I said it was stupid. I didn't want to do it tonight. Well, or ever at this moment because I'm grumpy. <laughs> and he said, "Be ready at seven. Fine." Fine. <laughs> so I got everything set up. I was ready at seven. And I sat here for over two hours and watched the movie that I don't even care about watching. <laughs> it's stupid Thor. 
I don't like them. Although, when he was walking around without his shirt on, I did enjoy his physique. But I never liked these movies. Not very much, anyway. But you can you can admit that even some in your grumpy was, state, some of this is funny. better than the other oh, two movies. Oh gosh, anything was better than Thor 1. Oh my god. <laughs> At first we got Dad dying and puffing off in the... Uh, it was a great day for it, because we're recording this on the 4th of July, everyone. So, yep. I've got fireworks going off outside my house somewhere, <laughs> and then uh, Dad bursts into uh, sparks. So there you go, it fit right in. Yeah, Dad burst into sparkles, and then Thor got nicknamed Sparkles. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Then they had to cut his eye out. That was just unnecessary. I just, it's all unnecessary. So, at the very beginning, we've got Thor chained up, and yeah, we don't see how he gets there. It's, the it devil becomes... guys got him there. I mean, that's yeah, why it makes me think of the devil with the big horns and all fiery and stuff. I, I... Don't know if he's Ragnarok or what he is, but... I think they kept calling him Surta, but I thought his name in Norse mythology was Surtur. Yeah. It sound, It always sounded like they were saying Surta, uh, he, but it's he's Surtur. He's very reminiscent of drawings of the devil. Yeah. Yeah. And he looks fiery. What's cool is he they he's talking and he's like he's been around for a long time, and you can kind of see that. He's more like molten rock rather than a raging inferno. Which is contrasted in the end when he gets the when he does the Ragnarok thing and he is just a giant raging inferno. So it's kind of cool they visually showed that. Oh, terribly cool. <laughs> it's real but cool. It, we get kind of quickly. We find out that Thor really just kind of let himself get captured in some form to get end up there, so he could find out how to stop Ragnarok. Because if you remember in uh, what was it, Age of Ultron, where he just kind of was like, "Oh, I gotta go." Yeah, because uh, Wanda did something to his brain. He saw visions. He went off to that pool thing, and like he just he just had his own little side story in Age of Ultron. And people were always angry about that because it was just setting up for the next movie. They thought, but I kind of like that his Whatever. otherworldliness interacted with it differently. Whatever, I didn't even remember that. But so he's there. He gets information. Yeah, they're throwing some yucks and out and around and. I think it's neat because people will get angry that like, oh, Thor's so different. I'm like, but he's also spent a lot of time around the Earth Avengers who are all snarky like that. So it makes sense he'd pick up some of that. Yes, that was the best part of the movie. So any of yeah. those people that don't like it, you're wrong. Yeah, Beth in her angry at the world, hates everything state says that that was the best part of the movie. So you know you're wrong. <laughs> so. I found it weird that his hammer he threw it and it went in a circle several times which i didn't think that was something it did i thought it went he threw it and he could bring it back i didn't realize he could like change its direction i uh, no idea but it was uh pretty wild when it got crushed yeah oh man that that's something that's like i was uh, i was like what <laughs> yeah because it's is it gonna come back together that's what i'm sitting here looking at the screen going <gasps> All those pieces are just going to slurp back together. Slurp. That that slurp. was my word, I thought. Slurp back together. They're just going to slurp all back together. And and then, and it didn't. And it's it's neat because we see it right before then, Loki tries to fight Doctor Strange. 
And we see just how outclassed Loki is. Yes. So we get that, and then we get Hela, so we see, oh yeah, Thor, who's much more powerful than Loki, is way outclassed by Hela. So they really do a good job showing you just how out of their depth they are from yeah. the beginning. It was really funny when Doctor Strange just kind of shoved him through, or really brought the brought the <laughs> uh, the portal over them. Just yeah. drugged the portal <laughs> over them. Just go. I'm done with you. And just go. we're done. <laughs> See ya. You, I'm sure right now you'd love to have that ability, right? And you're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you. And you. Oh, I just want to wizard things. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, and that also shows us, like, we don't know. Well, I don't know. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Exactly how much time happens between Doctor Strange and Thor Ragnarok. But it can't have been a ton of time, right? Not really. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking but, about that. That's, stop it. But Doctor Strange has has his his ability and facility with magic has grown exponentially because now he is all over the place, he's, which yeah k- kind of cre- creates a problem going forward because he's a little too powerful. Uh, he had to take over because the, yeah. the aged one or whatever name whatever she died. <laughs> the ancient one. Ancient age, whatever. <laughs> Take your pick. The I, aged one. <laughs> the aged one. Sorry, that's a phrase from I work. Like aged. <laughs> whatever. Just whatever. I don't care. No, I liked it. It was. It just. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Just, just, <laughs> just move on. So then I called it that Thor. No, no, no. I called it that. Incredible Hulk. Yep. I didn't think of his name for crying out loud. That the Hulk was going to be the the grand champion or whatever they called him. I, I was. Yeah. I mean, I was watching, but I was only sort of paying attention because. <laughs> and um, but I said, "Oh, it's going to be the Hulk," and yep. Chris started laughing, and then the Hulk came out. Yeah. It took a long time for him to un unhulk him and to and banner him up. Mm-hmm. And we have we talked about in some of the other movies, and even in like Avengers and stuff, how Banner has been more and more talking about it as this other thing, while also trying to say, well, it is everyone around him saying it's part of him, but he has been feeling more and more like it's another part of him. Yeah, and it's like a this, separate, yeah, identity almost separate. And so person. we get that in this movie that because, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. And when he comes out of it, he's like he thinks it's not been long and it's been a couple of years right and he's always had a had a like a sense of what what kind of happened but this time there he's like what no it can't have been that long like he just hasn't been aware at all it's it's really wonder how he got stuck and never turned back into banner even when it would have been calm for him i think it's it is part of like the mental break that he had he was trying to Jeez, oh, Pete, are you psychoanalyzing Banner and the Hulk? Are you really? Yeah. Okay, well. Well, just think, the uh, last time he was Banner, before this movie, Nat shoved him into a hole. And then it was her face that was, he was, that kind of pushed him to keep the Quinjet in stealth mode. And then he vanished, and we hadn't seen him until this movie. Right. So in theory, like, I guess he's probably been angry about that this whole time. And then seeing her kind of forced banner to kind of rise to the surface again that was a very violent return too yeah 
And it was interesting because the Hulk was trying to punch himself in the face to keep from coming out mm-hmm. or keep being. He even said, no, Banner, don't, which was kind of cool that like they are literally different people at this moment. Yeah, definitely. Oh, do you, did you ever watch Tron when you were younger? Nope. You never watched Tron? Oh, oh come on. Have you met <laughs> me? Yeah, but like. There was a time where there was only, like, three movies coming out at a time, like, in a decade. Come on. <laughs> You'd be better, you better be glad you're not here. I, I get away with a little more when I'm not around. <laughs> I'm telling you. I did almost ask if you want to do this one in person, but I was like, ah, we better. Uh, I'll wait a little longer, just in case. <laughs> but it, it had a very... If, since you haven't seen the movie, it won't make sense to you, but the music had a very Tron vibe, highly electronic and kind of digital and, and reminiscent of, like, computers, which is in a very stark contrast to, like, the world of Sakaar, where most of the movie takes place. Because the world of Sakaar is, like, it's like a trash world. Everything's kind of cobbled together it's from the dump. remnants of other stuff. It's yeah, it is. It's... dump. What did I call it? I called it something. Dump, trash pile. But I called it something else, like where all the... I said something about... I don't Cosmic know what I said. dumpster? I don't remember what I said. It was interesting at the time, but clearly it wasn't that interesting, or I'd have remembered. <laughs> <sighs> hey, can you ask your, your, your neighbor to stop banging on pots? Yeah, <laughs> somebody really close is doing a lot of fireworks, because I, yeah. I got headphones on, and it, it sounds loud. There's been a couple of them that... That has shaken the shaken me. I mean, I could feel my chair move. So, oh lord, <laughs> I feel the earth move under my feet. So we meet a new person named Valkyrie. You probably didn't get her name. They didn't really. She her is name a Valkyrie. is Valkyrie. Her name. Wait a minute. Her. Hold on. She's a Valkyrie, and her name's Valkyrie. That that's what they call her. They call her Valkyrie. She's number one forty two or something. One twenty four. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Something like that. But yeah, her, her her Marvel name is Valkyrie. Oh, I didn't know that. Is she is she staying? You'll see her again, yeah. I oh, think good. you'll like what happens with her. But it was she's interesting. She's gonna date Thor. No. No, no, no. Huh. She's not in she's not his type. He's not her type, I should say. Interesting. Hmm. It's interesting. The the first time we see her, we see her ship kind of swerve in and run into stuff. Cause clearly she's drunk driving. Right. <laughs> and then she gets out drinking a 40. <laughs> it was just, it was, it was interesting. They, they made sure to, to put that in with the ship as well. Like she, she swerves with the ship and then she swerves when she walks out. And oh, and off. then fell off her ramp. That was funny, actually. <laughs> and into a dead bloated muskox or something. Oh, oh, so gross. And you hear the slurping sound. As her yep. hand goes in and comes back out, mm, nice. And she just looks at it and shakes it off. A little <laughs> gross, yep. A little gross. Yep. <laughs> but I, I really liked her her gauntlet things where she controlled the guns on the ship with. Oh, that was cool. But it was really funny that she couldn't get them started at first, like <laughs> banging her fists together. Come on, dang! Come on. <laughs> it's funny. And we actually, you actually see right away that she is a peer of Thor's because the first thing Thor did when he landed was he took someone and threw them super far. And that's the first thing she does when someone comes up to her in person is Mm. grabs them and throws them. 
So immediately you should be like, well, there's something similar here. Mm-hmm. And eventually we find out she's one of the she's the last Valkyrie of Asgard. Which uh the Grand Poobah, whatever his name was, liked to call Asgard or yep. Ass wherever. <laughs> there was a lot of adults that acted like children in this one, wasn't there? Yes. <laughs> I think he was a twelve year old boy, the Grand Poobah. That's not his name, but it's funny to me. And uh and then then um good grief, Hulk is a three year old. Oh, yeah. But it makes sense. He is all emotion and raw passion, and he doesn't really have much in the way of mental faculty. No. So, I mean, it's actually impressive he has as much coherent conversation as he does. Okay. Honestly. You'd be impressed. (laughs) I know. You're not impressed with anything right now. Well, I was (laughs) impressed with uh, Stark's t-shirt that Banner was wearing. (laughs) <laughs> it happened to be a Duran Duran Rio t-shirt even though it didn't say Duran Duran or Rio on it that's what it was Ooh. because I'm old enough to know <laughs> <laughs> were you were you there helping print them oh my gosh gosh I think I was probably I don't know I uh, young teen or earlier when Duran Duran was popular <laughs> Oh, I'd have to look up when that song came out. Lord, that'd probably make me cry. <laughs> well, then don't do it. I'm we have enough right emotion now. already. Don't do it. We have enough emotion on this podcast Shut already. Shut up. Nobody <laughs> asked you. <laughs> Jeez, oh, Pete. May 1982. Wow. Were you even born? <laughs> no. <laughs> but Valkyrie, it was interesting because her and Hulk clearly had a relationship, like friendly relationship, and he yeah. called her angry girl, which was super cool, because that, that'd be kind of the way he would see people. If someone's angry enough, he would see it, because that's what that's his defining characteristic. Yes, I agree. I mean, that is his defining characteristic, and I thought it was kind of cute that they seemed to have a friendly relationship. I did. I, I have always had this complaint in this movie, though. When he turns back into Banner... And they have that, I feel like I know you. Like, the first time I like it, like, I feel like I know you. Like, yeah, I feel like I know you. Like, I get that. But then after after that, it for- sort of becomes, it feels forced to me. Oh, I just thought it was funny. Because I thought it was because she was drinking. Oh, I never thought about that. It just, I it always just, felt I like. Am- I was amused. I kept waiting for them to look at the camera and go, wink, wink. Ha <laughs> ha, get it? Because they do know each other. Ha! <laughs> it just felt real forced to me. Well, you felt wrong. Oh. So there you go. (laughs) Now you're aware. I also have an issue because Valkyrie has access to all the discs that she helped put on people, I guess. So they can just deactivate them whenever. Why why would he do that? He's a very controlling Grand Poobah. He he would not want someone else to be able to have control. I don't have a clue. Yeah, so that's that. But, uh,. I had a clue about something and I lost it. Sorry. It's gone. It's okay. I'm sure it it'll was come a thought. Back at some point. Now it's gone. Started as a thought, now we're here. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Let's talk about Hella. She hella bad. I I didn't mind her as a character, but the stuff that she oh, did. My thought. Oh, your thought. I'm sorry. I'm gonna no, forget okay. again if I don't tell you my thought right yeah, now. Yeah. I, tell me think loki took the tesseract oh 
Oh, oh yeah. Like it, so I don't know if that was the tesseract or not, but you know what I mean—the blue thing. That yeah, the blue cube. Yeah. Oh, that that was that's what everyone thought when we saw this movie. That you see him look at it, you see Hella talk about it. Oh, that's not bad. And then you see Loki look at it later, and well, then we never care. see him again. I know what it is. So duh, she's gonna take it. It's Loki. Now the the first thing that Hella pushed over while we're talking about that scene of stuff. Was that glove with the ver- different colored gems in it. Right. You remember that? And she said fake. Right. We've seen that glove a few other times. Okay. If you remember. <laughs> so we, we've we seen it in, we saw it in, I think, Thor 1. Oh, yeah. And, no, I blocked that movie from my memory. And But we also saw it at the, after Age of Ultron. It was one of the end credit scenes where you see, I think it was Age of Ultron, right? Where he go? Where you see the big purple guy go? Fine, I'll do it myself. And he puts a glove on. You thought I was paying attention? <laughs> uh, sure, I'm sure that happened. I don't even remember who a purple guy is. Um, we saw him no, in I the two care. Guardians movies. Yeah. Oh. Thanos. Oh yeah, I remember him, but no, I don't remember the glove. So, so we, people have talked for a while about the. It's called the Infinity Gauntlet, and what we've been running into throughout all these movies are the Infinity Stones. And it's a gauntlet that's supposed to channel their power. So people have wondered for a while how Thanos had one in a vault, and there was also one in the Asgard vault. Because and apparently that one's fake. She said so. Right, right. And now it's all burned up if it wasn't. But I'm sure the big Infinity Stone, which I called a Tesseract, but that's not the Tesseract, because the Tesseract was a different color, right? And No, no, that was the Tesseract. That is the, the tesseract. tesseract. So I was right. Yeah. Holy moly. But, yeah. um... You know, I, I think, I'm pretty sure Loki wouldn't have left that there to be burned up by the big fireman. Yeah, especially because that was the thing that he was after, or he used the first time in the first Avengers movie. Ah, heck, I don't even remember that either. Whatever. He used that, he he had uh, Selvig use it to open that doorway to oh, all yeah. the aliens. Oh, yeah. Hey, Selvig. I remember Selvig. <laughs> yeah, I remember him running around oh, naked yeah. in Stonehenge. Oh, that was funny. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, Hella. I think as a character, she's portrayed very well. She looks like a Disney villain. When she does the, the head thing, that's when it gets really weird and hokey. odd. Yeah, hokey. I, I'll go there. Hokey. And her... her Power Rangers. Her power, is, a, is I guess, is she makes metal blades. I guess. Clearly. Uh, clearly. <laughs> it's weird. It's just... It's so weird that your goddess of death, like, just... She makes blades and she just makes them as fast as she wants when she wants she's a production line (laughs) yeah she she would be great in like a car company just sit her there she can make whatever shaped car you want just by imagining it but yeah like other than the hokey bits where she fights off armies i thought i really enjoyed her as a character as like the wrong daughter the very warlike she was very focused she was. And I liked that. And I also liked that she kind of latched on to Scourge, the dude from yeah, the- Yeah, I know who Scourge is. They said his name once. I wanted to make sure, or twice. I wanted to make sure. I don't assume. I like to make sure it's accessible to you. And sometimes you're <laughs> like not paying I attention. Even, I might not even care. Right. I don't care exactly. what his name is. He's Black Line Head Guy. Black Line Head Guy. Carl Urban. <laughs> That's what we'll call him. She latches on to him. Because he doesn't move to 
oppose her like the other two did. He just he's got a mop. He just drops to his knees immediately. He's like, "I got it. I'm I'm out class. Please don't kill me." And yeah, she's like, he was just saving his smart. life. That's it. That's all. I mean, he was just, and you could tell he didn't want to kill the person when she told him to execute somebody. He didn't want to. Oh yeah, he he wants to be recognized, but he doesn't he doesn't want to be a bad guy. He just kind of makes bad choices. <laughs> I don't think he's very bright. Oh, definitely not. I mean. Look, he he has a shake weight. Come on, how smart can you be? That was really funny though. But he doesn't know what a shake weight is. He's not from Earth. He doesn't know it's for stupid people. <laughs> he was going to town he on that shake weight. He doesn't know that though. was an as seen on TV ploy thing. Yes, no. But I love was... his guns, Des and Troy. Yes, and when that... you put them together, they're destroyed. It was funny, <laughs> and I I will tell you. It was funny when he finally answers Thor's call and tells the ladies, just yeah. wait, I've got something special to show you, or whatever he said. And yeah. then the de- the head of a dead gross thing comes and slides right to their feet all slimy and gross. <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting thing, too, because Thor keeps calling for the Bifrost, and it finally gets him while he's moving, and we've never seen it grab anyone while they're moving before. But thank goodness it did, or he'd have been eaten by that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I I loved I loved the way he initially dealt with that thing. He knew he was outclassed, so he just drops his hammer in its mouth. I'm like, it says, yeah. stay. <laughs> That's how you do it, because literally no one else can pick up that hammer. <laughs> Except maybe his sister. Yeah. Looked like yeah. his sister could pick it up, because she was holding it in that... Uh, that uh, thing on the ceiling, the painting on the ceiling, because I can't come up with what those are really called at the moment. So, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, she, she was, was holding wasn't she? it, standing next to Odin. I remember seeing that, and I didn't make a note of it like I should have. And that's an interesting thing. I never, I don't, I don't know that we've ever gotten an explanation of how she was holding that hammer. Well, the logic is, I mean, she was holding him back, and she broke the thing, so I would think she could pick it up. Well, yes, I I meant in the picture, because we've been told that that hammer was made to help Thor channel his power. And we have also been told you could only pick it up if you're worthy. That's true. I'm assuming she, since she's on the same power level as Odin, that's why she could pick it up. Because Odin, we saw him hold it once as well. Well, and that was many years ago, too. She might have been worthy at that point. Right. Although Maybe... she was squishing it this time. Well, know. you know what? Actually, I've I've got it because it's the first Thor movie. This is why this is why we weren't remembering it. But it's in the first Thor movie where Odin puts that enchantment on it and says, "Whoever holds this hammer, be they worthy, shall have the power of Thor." And it's a spell he's casting on the hammer. So before that moment, mm. it didn't have that spell on it. So anyone could hold it. Theoretically, gotcha. theoretically, she was holding Thor in the in the thing on the ceiling, the ceiling mural. She was. Huh. I wonder why. That'd be so interesting to look up. There you go. You look it up, but not right now because I don't well, no. care. I know. That's why I didn't say I'm just make look a it note right now. <laughs> In your little notebook. I have a note. Oh, uh, what was else was I gonna talk about? Oh, the whole the other hokey thing she did was the whole raising a dead army thing. Oh how I've missed you, you dead skeletons. She takes the part of the eternal flame and raises the dead and they're all perfectly obedient to her. And they're all skeletons except for her doggy, who actually is a real doggy again. 
Well, green eyes. he still. Let's be real. The dog still looked like a dog, if you will, when it was dead. It had a skully face. It had a skull like face. But it still had fur. It right. was covered but, in fur like it had almost been taxidermied or something, whereas the people were all skeletons. So they weird. all came back looking like they looked. I'll have to go back and look at the gang, because I could have swore like it was a sc- dog skull on like a furred body. No. I, I'm pretty sure it was... I'm pretty sure you're wrong. Pretty sure I'm right. Everyone who's listening should write in and tell me I'm right and that Beth is wrong, because that's the truth. No. And... Then you can write in to Beth, who... Doesn't have an email. <laughs> I'm just giving you an opportunity to say that, because I know you probably miss saying it. Okay. <laughs> okay. You like... You just... You would probably say I'm wrong if I said the sky was blue. You'd be like, nah, it was a little more gray today, because it, it was going to rain. It is gray today, so just shut up. <laughs> it actually wasn't. Well, actually, I thought it was going to storm there for a minute. I thought it was odd, because gray just kind of washed... As I was driving home. Yeah, it, it definitely looked dark and stormy today. But, so we've talked about Hela, we've talked about Scourge. We've talked about Thor, we've talked about Valkyrie, and we've talked about Banner slash Hulk. And and we ta- touched on Loki a bit. Oh, the, the bit in the, the fight, the, the grand fight against Hulk. What did you think about that little scene? That was asinine. What? what? Why was, was it was asinine? Awful. It was awful. Why? Why? Uh, it was just, come on, he's throwing him through stuff, he's throwing him through stuff, we're running around, it was just dumb. And then, really, really, I don't care if you're there, the Lord of Thunder, um, that was funny, um, <laughs> he's put, Hulk punched him in the head, back and forth, like five times. Uh-huh. His brain had to be scrambled. Well, no, because he's not human. You gotta remember, he's not human. He is he uh, that they it posed as God. This shirt off. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, you, you were like, well, I now I understand how we got all those myths about demigods. Ooh, but I did enjoy that scene with the shirt off because he is built very nice. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I, it was predictable. I think that yes. was one of my big problems with a lot of this stuff because you, I mean, I sat here, oh, well, that's going to be, oh, and then I say, I said a line before Odin said mm. it. Yep. Yep. And uh, that's too predictable for me. And I'm already grumpy. So let's, let's add that. I think, I think that is what we're kind of running into here is I think if you weren't grumpy, the predictableness wouldn't bother you because the way it's put together would be is enjoyable but because you're you're grumpy already it's thor so you came in with preconceptions and it's a little predictable because you've watched so many of these now all that stuff kind of comes together to lessen your enjoyment a bit i'd be interested to have you watch this when you're not in a bad mood and see if you enjoy it because i think i think you would enjoy it normally all right maybe i'll watch it again by myself and we'll do an update sometime (laughs) it won't be tonight do we have anything else to talk about about this movie? Because I'd just like to watch the trailer for the next one and be done with you. <laughs> well, we got to do our moments. We gotta I, hero, I have normal. no moments. You have no moments? I hate everybody. <laughs> you don't even have a dick moment? Well, that would Me. be you. <laughs> Called that one. <laughs> okay. My superhero moment goes to Scourge. Scourge. 
whatever his okay. name is. Yep. Whichever Scourge. one he is. When he decided to go get Dez and Troy and save okay. everybody. And actually be a good guy instead of instead of uh, a slime ball. So he gets my superhero moment of this movie nice. because that was a very hero thing to do. <laughs> and let's see. I think, okay, here, because I don't even have to think too hard about this. My dick moment can go to the, the grand poobah when he melted that guy. Because that's oh, yeah. pretty his dicky cousin. just to melt, by, melt a guy. Definitely. Claude or Clyde, whatever his name was. And uh, that was pretty gross. And that's pretty dickish. There's probably a lot of dick movies, but or dick moves in this movie, but I, I just don't even care. Probably because I can relate to most of them right now. <laughs> and um super normal a super normal super normal moment goes to banner when he when they're on the street after he's uh back to i mean back to banner de hulkized and uh is freaking out because he is on an alien planet he's never been on a different planet he doesn't know what he what's going on he's just <laughs> I mean, how you think you a person might react to all of a sudden wake up somewhere that they didn't even know existed. <laughs> and so I could see that being a fairly normal reaction for someone. Definitely. I, I would totally agree. Look, I came up with them even though I didn't want to. You are my awesome co-host. I am. And this is why we do this stuff, because you're great. I am. I'm fabulous. Yeah, I have said that since the beginning. In different words, obviously, because I don't tend to use fabulous very much. Fabulous! My superhero moment goes to Valkyrie, because when she has her confrontation with Loki, and he does his thing where he dredges up yeah. her past memories, she doesn't, she doesn't do what she's done for however many thousands of years, which is go get a bot another bottle and hide from it. She goes to Thor and says, look, I'm tired of running from it. I'm going to keep drinking, but let's face let's this. And that is that is the core of what makes a superhero to me. And she was hit with her lowest, and she came out better for it. And so that's superhero. That's good. I like that one. Um, I think super normal is going to have to... Man, I, I, I go back and forth between Hulk and Thor... Thor is an easy one because he kind of gets bludgeoned several times throughout this movie, just beat over and over and out of control. And I definitely, I definitely empathize with that. But I think it's going to have to go to Hulk because he's just this sore thumb of emotion and he's been living as it for two years and he's still, he still thinks he's great like every little kid does, <laughs> but he's also super vulnerable. Yeah. So... He is easily manipulated when someone says, hey, I'm your friend. We're friends. Can you help me out a little bit? And yeah, he just he helps Thor. And but then Thor tries to leave. And like a little kid, he's, no, 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 you got to stay. But because he's got all this power, he can actually do something about it. So I think my normal moment goes to the Hulk just for that whole yeah. scene in his in his room. Yeah, because he, he is very much a, a kid trying to act like an adult. Yes. And the dick moment, I'm, I'm actually going to give it to the Grand Poobah's, like, second in command. I think her name is Topaz. Oh, she is grumpy, and she wants to kill people. 
She doesn't like Valkyrie at no. all. At all. Because the Grand Pooba talks to her. He's like, hey, I always, what I'm talking about her, what do I say? It starts with a B. She goes, trash. trash. Yes. It's such she, a great moment. She, uh, yeah, yeah. She got an attitude problem. And uh, it's she great. don't like Valkyrie. And when she gets a chance to shoot at Valkyrie, she goes for it and she's excited about it. And yes. Yeah, she so she gets my dick moment just because she takes an opportunity to say trash when she has it. <laughs> I gotta tell you, it was amazing how her ship ended up crashing with Banner accidentally well thinking there's gotta be a gun and puts on the pushes a button on that ship and it turns out to be the finale music or whatever. And uh it's fireworks my birthday. Fireworks shoot out the back of the ship. It was amazing. <laughs> that was pretty great. And a physics moment is very hard in this movie. It's it's a lot like Doctor Strange in that most of the movie defies physics. Right. Or or the established physics are just so out there. It, it, yeah. We don't. I didn't them. see anything in this movie that I went. Are you serious? I mean, right. other than the hokey stuff, but none. Nothing that stuck out at me that I thought, oh, that's going to be Chris's moment. Yeah, nothing nothing really stood out because they've established that, like, Asgardians can take a lot of punishment and, yeah. like, the ships are, are hardy and, oh, I gotta yeah. say, the in that same uh, scene there when uh, Banner sent off the fireworks... You know, uh, Valkyrie and Thor were jumping around on top of ships that were flying and disabling them and then jumping onto more ships. That was a little out there. Yeah, that that's that's kind of where I was leaning with that, just because you have a lot of various forces there and they're just standing on fast moving ships. Yeah, but they don't seem to be affected by the, oh, I don't know, airflow. Right. And, and I think little, that's where we're going to fall. I think that, yeah, that one was a little bit like, really? And and they all just lined up so you could just jump from one to the other. Like, uh, you know, rocks lined up to cross a stream. Jump, jump, jump. <laughs> yeah. So I think we're going to give that the, the physics moment because Thor hadn't shown any ability to fly without his hammer yet. So he shouldn't be able to defy it. And the only time we saw Valkyrie fly was in that memory where she's she on the on horse. The Pegasus. The Pegasus. Pegasus. <laughs> they were so pretty. So that's going to get it, but it's almost a half-hearted nerd physics moment yeah. because it's eh. it's more like, uh, okay, I guess, maybe. Yeah, I agree. That was the only thing that really kind of went, uh, but it wasn't a <laughs> kind of moment. It was just a, well, okay. Yeah. Exactly. It was just like, okay, that's kind of cool, but eh, all right, whatever. Yeah, uh, I just go with it. It's fine. It's fine. Right. And so we are actually in the home stretch now. We have Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then the final two Avengers movies, and then a wrap-up movie after that. What? But we, yeah, we are in the final stretch of this whole Saga of the Stones. Holy moly! the Saga of the Stones ends in three movies. I don't know how that could be. Oh, and okay. I am super excited. But and before we get to our trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp, you have to rate this movie. So pick a food category and pick a food. And no qualifications. Well, <laughs> this movie is cereal. 
Okay, it's cereal. It's cornflakes. Cornflakes. Okay, this is this is a cornflakes movie for Beth. It is. It's cornflakes, everyone. It maybe it'll be something different if she watches it again. Hopefully, we'll see, and we'll have an update for you at some point. But until then, we're gonna go watch the trailer for Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeehaw. Next time on Saga of the Stones, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay, so we just watched a trailer, and it's weird. But. Weird. But. But. I really liked Ant-Man, and I really hated the trailer, because I thought it looked hokey. Um, This one doesn't. Eh, it might look more hokey. I'm not sure. But I really like... I'm looking forward to this because I think it's going to be fun. Just because uh, Ant-Man was fun. Not because I like this trailer, really. But I did think it was really funny when they threw the Pez dispenser and made it really big and being somebody off a motorcycle. That was funny. Yeah, they do They do some interesting things in this one. They They keep building on what they did in Ant-Man and Civil War... And then they add the wasp in as a new aspect of it, and you get a new bad guy, and it it's I think it's a good movie. And her dad shrunk a building. Yes. He he, he made a building into a into a roller case and then walked off can you, with it. <laughs> it bizarre. So so I think we can definitively say that things do are do not weigh the same when they shrink. Yes, I don't believe so. Because you would not be able to roll a building. Even if it was tiny. <laughs> yeah. If it weighed what it weighed when it was big. No way. Like him carrying around the tank in the first one. Right. And and this movie is important for the end. And they do some hokey, hokey things. But I think it's overall a good movie. And they have fun with it. I'm looking forward to this one. So... Well, good. Hopefully you're not in a bad mood for that one, too, then. Yeah, I hope not. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So until then, I've been Dez. And I've been Troy. And together, we're we Destroy. destroy. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Cinematic Sagas, a part of the As If You Didn't Know network. Episodes release every other Wednesday. That jaunty tune you hear is Comic Hero by Kevin McLeod, and he's used under the Creative Commons license. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes. We would love to hear from you, so send emails to saga at asifydk.com, our Twitter and Instagram handles, asifydk, and our website, asifydk.com. That's the words as, if, and the letters Y, D, K. See you there.